Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Good morning and welcome to another edition of Better Living, a show about people or organizations having a big impact here in North Texas. I'm your host, Chris Arnold of 105.3 The Fan. And joining us right now is my good friend, Charlene Edwards. She is the Director of Programs and Events for Project Unity. How are you doing, Charlene? Good morning, Chris. Thank you for having me. Oh, of course, of course. Project Unity, I'm so proud of all the things that you guys have been doing over the years, and it's almost about that time for the big event. And, of course, I'm talking about Together We Ball. That's right. Let's talk about Together We Ball in particular, and then we're going to talk about Project Unity in just a little bit here. Together We Ball actually came together after the tragedy on July 7th at the parade downtown where several police officers and DART officials got shot in in the aftermath of a parade, and it actually brought the community together with hashtag Dallas Strong, right? Yeah, it, it actually started a few years before that, which with another tragedy uh, with the death of Michael Brown. Oh, but, yes, from St. Yeah, Louis. Abso- mm-hmm, yes, absolutely. And th- that was actually the origination of it. Um, but the event has uh, lived on um, to help bring the Dallas community together, even through the tragedy that you mentioned, which happened in uh, 2016 with our officers um, downtown Dallas. Um, and so it is an event that helps to bring the community together um, to help bridge uh, divides between community and law enforcement, but also just to humanize our officers, um, to show that they are uh, that there are good men and women uh, who are fathers and uncles and mothers um, and sisters um, who enjoy the same things that we all do. Um, you know, enjoying our families, um, having safety um, and, you know, good education for our kids and being able to have our kids play outside. Um, so the event is geared toward building community um, within the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex. This is what's so exciting about Together We Ball. A lot of nonprofits will have a gala. This is not a ball. That's a gala. <laughs> Together exactly. We Ball is a basketball game and it is a family event. And it features pastors, police officers, law enforcement with community and government leaders in a game of basketball. And I've been fortunate enough to emcee that event for several years now. And this year it's going to be on the campus of SMU, right? Absolutely. SMU is our partner. We are so thankful for Paul Quinn um, hosting us last year as our comeback year from the pandemic. Um, This year we are uh, partnering with SMU um, at Moody Coliseum on Sunday, August 27th. And we're inviting the community out to come out and celebrate um, with us 
um, as we, you know, again, as I said, help to, to build a community um, uh, with, with law enforcement um, and, and, and our residents. And, you know, Project Unity has always done that kind of thing. I'm not just talking about with, with law enforcement and, and police officers. We're, we're talking about people coming together. And that's one of the things I really, really love about Project Unity. In fact, could you talk about some of the different occasions that Project Unity brings people together? Because together Absolutely. is the key phrase. Yeah, together we is is our uh, is is our key marker for all the things that we do, all the programs and events that we do, because we truly believe that together we can be stronger, we can be more united. And so, along with together we ball, which helps to foster those relationships with community law enforcement, we have together we dine, um, mm-hmm. which is a program um, that we use to help foster those safe conversations on race race relations, um, and other important matters um, that are on our hearts and minds, but we're always afraid to ask. And so we partner with organizations, corporations um, across uh, the Metroplex um, to host those conversations. And not only are we local, Chris, our program is now global. Um, And that's through our partners, corporate partners who have employees that have international reach. So we have together, we, we dine. We have together, we learn, which we help to educate students on how to act and react to law enforcement and pedestrian stops. And we partner with the National Black Police Association. Um, Senate Bill 30 um, was signed into law back in 2017, thanks to Senator Royce West, um, to help get that program into schools. Um, So with our dine, with our learn, with our ball, and we just had our fundraisers. You mentioned we don't do galas. Um, but we just came off of our Together We Sing, which you were a part of. That was and that's an amazing our event. Fund- yeah, it's our annual fundraising. The Dallas Mavericks actually received one of our Unity uh, Awards for, for their efforts and what they do in the community. And so all these things uh, fall under the, the umbrella of Together We. Well, you mentioned Together We Sing, and that was at the Morton Myerson Center where the symphony put together uh, with different performers, with hip-hop, and R&B, it was, a, it was an amazing thing. It was classical music and hip-hop. I thought, first of all, the conductor at the Morton Myerson just blew my mind. The Symph- Dallas Symphony, absolutely yes. amazing. And the, the whole occasion was just fantastic. That was just Together We Sing. And you mentioned that Together We Dine. Could you, could you explore that a little bit for those who are unfamiliar? Yeah, so Together We Dine, we started in 2017 um, in uh, partnership with the Dallas Bar Association um, as an effort to start having those conversations um, on race, race relations, um, and, and other important matters. And so we partner with nonprofits, um, organizations, corporations. If I start naming them, I'm going to miss somebody. <laughs> um, but they utilize us to help foster these conversations internally um, within their organizations uh, around uh, the message of DNI, um, their work with culture and diversity. And so, again, we host them privately um, for our partners, but we have them virtually and in, and in person for the community. Um, and so every month there is a Together We Dine. It's either virtual um, or it's in person. And the community is always invited out to sign up and register um, to take part in these important conversations um, that will help each and every one of us on our journey of understanding. And you can always find out what's coming up on projectunity.net um, to sign up um, uh, through our calendar. You know what, projectunity.net, that is one incredible website. I was just Thank looking at, you. you know, I've seen it over the years. And I'm like, right now, 
You guys stay on top of the technology. It is absolutely interactive and amazing. It pops with the colors and the pictures and the whole nine yards. It's it's so much fun to explore on it. It's to me it's almost like when you go on Amazon. You know, you're like, yeah. oh wow. You go down the rabbit hole and you find out things. So projectunity.net is definitely a place you want to stop by and visit. At the same time, I'm just so proud of all the, the of the aspects that you know, Pastor Richie Butler begat. In fact, can yes. you tell his story a little bit? Because Pastor Richie Butler is the guy. Yeah, you know, I've been doing him since he was a cornerback at SMU back in the day. Yes. He actually came up with this idea. He conceived this whole Project Unity campaign, and it has been a blessing. Absolutely. So uh, Pastor Richie Butler, who is a pastor, um, senior pastor at St. Luke Community United Methodist Church, he he had the vision for Project Unity uh, back in, in 2014 and, and with the first program that we launched uh, as Together We Ball. But he's our visionary. He is always looking for ways to bring the community together. Mm-hmm. He is always working to, whether it's with law enforcement, with our current chief, with our sheriff, um, with our legislature, uh, legislators um, or with our corporate partners. He's always looking for ways to help find solutions um, for our problems. We, we're not going to always solve things right then and there, but if we can at least get on the path uh, of trying to work together for solutions, um, that's what he's all about. Um, and so he's been driving the engine um, that's been uh, propelling us forward, um, and, and he has a lot of energy. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know when he sleeps. We don't know when he sleeps either, but he has a lot of energy um, and uh, connected um, just well enough to continue to, uh, again, move the needle um, and help Dallas, um, our corporate partners um, and and others across the states uh, to help find solutions. Um, Again, we may not find them right then and there, but if we can just get on the path. Exactly. um, Mm -hmm. Together. Get on the path together. Have mm-hmm. conversations, and the conversations are also what's interesting, especially about Together We Dine, because everyone, I mean, the only way you are able to understand other people or attempt to understand people is try to get to know them. And yes. sometimes when you sit down and break bread, or even if you do it virtually, we learned that through mm-hmm. the pandemic, you're mm-hmm. able to ask questions that you might think were, are awkward questions, but they're not, because guess what? I thought the same thing about you. Really? I didn't right. know that. And then you find out that you have a lot more in common. Richie told me back in the day when he started playing sports and he had a locker room full of all kinds of diverse guys, you mm-hmm. know, just in the, he was like, okay, you found out that you had more in common than you had that were different. And the differences right. made you even better, but you found right. out that guess what? That's still my brother. That's still right. my sister. That's still, you know, the organizational thing. And you find out you have a reason to understand each other and get things done. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, on your on your level, how did you become involved with Project Unity? Because you've been there forever. In fact, yeah, yeah, exactly. And and, and I'm so proud of you as well, because you've initiated behind the scenes so many great programs. And I don't know when you sleep either, Charlene. I wonder that myself. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder that myself. So my story with Project Unity um, is is a very very simple one. I, I started out as a volunteer as a 
as far as a church member, mm-hmm. um, even though Project Unity is a non-faith-based organization with him being a pastor at the time, I started out as a volunteer uh, launching Together We Ball and Together We Learn and our other programs. This is a volunteer, well, and I work full-time, a mother of two and married and all that good stuff. And um, so I've been able to help grow the programs. I've been able to help grow the exposure um, and, and, and our reach. Um, now I am, you know, uh, happily employed with Project Unity now. I'm able to wake up and think, eat, breathe Project Unity um, to help, um, you know, further the mission of, of what we do. And so it is a passion. Um, as as Richie says, what we do is hard work, and it is heart work. And so, you know, you have to believe in that in mm-hmm. order to, to do the work that we do, because it is not easy. It's not easy. It's not easy at all. And again, you you went from the corporate world to full-time Project Unity which again, that's your joy. That's your. That's mm-hmm. not a. That's not even a job. That's career move. That's a career yes. move. Yeah, absolutely. It was a, it was a huge career move, um, but it's something that is rewarding. Um, and so, as you know, to make a leap from corporate to work for a nonprofit it is totally different. Um, but I, I am fulfilled through the work, um, and and I do believe I'm doing God's work. Let's um, talk about some of the things you do behind the scenes. Like somehow, some way, you're able to with Pastor. Butler, of course, reached some significant influential people. We're talking about community leaders, uh, government officials, pastors, and you're able to get them to be involved in these different projects. How do you do this? You know, I think it's all about diplomacy, um, you know, but also just being able to um, allow people to find that silver lining um, in the work of just us all being able to work together, mm-hmm. right? We we host a together we dine with our state legislation, uh, state legislators. Believe it or not, three years in a row, we went down to Austin earlier this year, um, thanks to Rep- State Representative Retta Bowers and Morgan Myers. They have always, for the last three years, been co-partners mm-hmm. um, in hosting a together we dine for our legislators. And so that's an amazing it thing. It really to is have in this day and age. In this climate, right? <laughs> But that's how you get things done. You go across the aisle and maybe go across the aisle over dinner mm-hmm. or lunch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, you know, they, 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 they certainly don't see eye to eye on, on many things. But when it comes down to just the, the simple things of life and just being able to understand each other as humans for who we are, you know, no matter our color or, or uh, uh, racial or ethnicity, um, you know, that's the most important start. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's the most important topic. We can talk about, you know, policy and all that all day long, but you and I both need to wake up every day or we want to wake up every day, right? We want good things for our family. So so I do a lot of the behind the work, uh, strategic work, um, partnership management, stakeholder relations, um, and things of that nature to kind of help keep that wheel moving, um, to keep bringing more of our corporate partners and nonprofit partners and schools into the fold um, of the work that we do. And, and it brings me joy. Let me tell you something. You do so many things and Project Unity does a whole lot of things. And do you do a lot with the corporate sponsorships? And I, I bring this up because I know you probably don't necessarily lead that particular part, but I'm always impressed and amazed at how so many corporate sponsors over the years have realized, you know, this is a, an opportunity. I mean, this is not only about mm-hmm. giving back or this is, this is getting things done in the community, but it's, it's, it's actually beneficial yep. in that light as well. 
Yeah, so a lot of our partners do work with us to help fulfill um, their their CSRs, their, um, you know, uh, cultural uh, mm-hmm. uh, type programs and diversity type programs, community engagement type programs. And we do have sponsors, you know, for our events like Together We Sing. We had an amazing over 40 plus uh, sponsors and donors for Together We Sing, um, for Together We Ball. Um, we have sponsors uh, for Together We Ball, and I have to give a shout out to the Dallas Mavericks, uh, the Kedron Family Fund, Invesco Real Estate, American National Bank, the State's Fair, um, and Preston Hollow Presbyterian Church Foundation. They are sponsors of these events that help us put them on and make them, you know, as much as for Together We Ball, make it free for the community. Um, but then we have partners who work with us on our programs. Together we we dine and together we learn, um, and you know other programs that we do. So we do have partners and we do have sponsors. But it's all these organizations um, we help to strategize on on what working with Project Unity can do for them and their employees, their staff. Mm-hmm. You mentioned quickly, and I want you to break this down a little bit because I think this is very important. You're talking about how it helps a lot of families. You got a program that has been helping a lot of schools, families, and kids in particular, uh, working with law enforcement, police mm-hmm. officers, and it helps a lot of police officers. And we're talking about the conversation that most black or brown parents have to have with their kids when they get pulled mm-hmm. over by police for whatever the, mm-hmm. the traffic situation may be. Usually the police officer has a situation, who knows what's going on in their minds, and mm-hmm. then there's the kids and they don't know what's going on in their minds. Can you talk about that particular program and how everybody seems to think it's a winner? Absolutely. So that is our Together We Learn program, um, which I mentioned earlier. Um, We started in 2016 um, with a lot of our Dallas ISD schools in partnership with the National Black Police Association. And that program, again, teaches students how to act and react to law enforcement and pedestrian stops. So what what do you do when you're stopped by the police? What do you do when it's summer break and it's unfortunately the pool party incident that happened in, I think, McKinney some years ago that we all still remember, Mm -hmm. and the police are called? How how do you react? What are your rights, Um, you know, as as a civilian? You know, what what are the steps that police are supposed to take um, when you are pulled over? And so um, with our work with the National Black Police Association, um, we teach this curriculum um, to schools, to seniors. Um, Senate Bill 30 uh, requires that schools in the state of Texas are supposed to give this type of curriculum to students before they graduate. And so what we do is we partner with schools like Jesuit, um, Carter High School. Um, we're going in partnership with Lancaster High School. With, we have a partnership with Garland High School, IL Texas, um, and several others who allow us to come into the schools and teach this important and life-saving curriculum, Chris, mm-hmm. to students for free. And so if, if there's a school who's listening, an administrator who'd love to have, uh, find out how you can have this program in your school, please reach out to me um, at charlene at projectunity.net. But this is life-saving, and it is required by the state. The only thing is it's the, the bill was unfunded, and so there's really no way to really uh, ensure that every school is doing what they're supposed to do. Right, the follow-up. Uh, I know what you mean, the, the follow-up. Follow yeah. Mm-hmm. But what we do is we bring the officers and the students together. We put students in proximity with officers when they would, in any other case, 
um, you know, may not have a good experience with officers. And so it, it's life changing. And the adults learn something, too. Exactly. All the time. And the police officers tend to as well. Can you, yes, can they you do. talk about what the police get out of it? Because they're all for this program. Absolutely. What the police learn is how to build that relationship with students. They hear what the students think. They hear about the perceptions of the students and the conversations that the students are having with parents, which weigh heavily on their perception, right, of officers. So they hear that, and they're better able to understand that, hey, you know, we may have this negative perception. You know, how can I talk to my fellow officers about, you know, what we can do better? Um, you know, Chief Garcia is uh, is a full supporter of this uh, mm-hmm. program as far as Dallas is concerned. Um, and schools that are in other uh, areas, uh, whether it's Garland or Mesquite or whatnot, they are open to us coming and providing this information. So it's helpful for everyone all around. You know, it's always helpful when people have more information on what to do or how That's to right. handle, you know, encounters. And I only bring this up because recently in this area, there was a situation of a misunderstanding mm-hmm. where a police officer pulled over a family that was attending a basketball yes. tournament. And he, yes. they had run the plates. I think that community runs the plates all the time anyway. It's just mm-hmm. what they do. And he misunderstood the, 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 the plate that was for Alabama to be Arizona, Arkansas to yep. be Arizona. And it was just a trying situation for all involved. I don't want to get into all the specific details, sure. but all I could think about was your program might have been able to help in that situation, not necessarily for the kids who got pulled out of the car with the parents, but for maybe for that police department as well. Right. Exactly. And that's where the learning of the officers, you know, takes takes shape. Mm-hmm. Right. How, how do you approach that situation? Exactly. You know, for them to pull out uh, uh, a, the kid was like 12 or 13 or something and to mm-hmm. treat him like an adult. Right. And then just to see the pain and agony that the father was in, you know, that whole situation could have been re, re it could have been totally different. A had little it been bit approached different. Yeah. Differently. Yep. Right. And, and that's with the parents knowing their rights, the officers doing the right thing and taking the proper steps. Yeah, so that's why I think I think your program is a program that can grow nationwide, to tell you the truth, because all it does is lessen tense situations. That's right. I mean, that's what it's all about. That's what Together We is all about. It's basically about understanding each other. And it leads me to full circle again. Mm -hmm. The next big event is Together We Ball, which is when? Sunday, August 27th. Activities kick off at 10 o'clock with a youth camp. If you have a, uh, a child in 6th through 8th grade, you can sign them up for the camp. You must do that online. Uh, 1 o'clock, we have the high school exhibition game with high schoolers from across the Metroplex playing together, building unity as a team, no matter what school they come from. I think that's amazing, other- by the way. Don't, don't zip, zip through this. I think it's so impressive that you got kids from different teams. They're allowed to play together in this little benefit. Yeah, they have. They don't know each other from Adam. You have students from uh, South Oak Cliff, you know, Lancaster, Highland Park, Lincoln, Highland Park mm-hmm. Lake Highland, Jesuit, um, Jesuit, some private schools who come together um, as a team and realize the importance of teamwork and building unity to for the big win. 
right? Exactly. And yeah. So yeah. So 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 that is at one o'clock, and we encourage everyone to come out. And then at two o'clock, we kick off the resource fair with our law enforcement officers. This year, we're including Dallas Casa, Visiting Nurses nice. Association, Big Brother and Big Sister. They need volunteers. They'll have information. We'll have face painting, Dallas Mass Papa Shot. Um, law enforcement cars on display. It's just going to be a full day of activities, three-point contest. So if anybody has game, they can sign up online for the three-point contest. Um, we're giving away a scholarship, Chris, again this year to a local college student, undergrad, or graduate. You can sign up online for that. And if your church or youth organization has a need, you can sign up for our, uh, our rally grant where we will award to a group that brings the most people. To the event, you have to sign up for that. So everything is on projectunity.net. Um, you can sign up there, but we do hope everyone comes out for um, a, a wonderful day of community building, our Sunday fun day event. At SMU's Moody Coliseum, it's going to be exciting. And this event features, of course, pastors, police officers, community leaders, all playing together, not uh, pastors versus the police officers. It's kind of like the kids uh, who on the high school teams. I mean, they're right. all playing together, not just one team versus another team. And right. that's part of the unity. That's right. That's right. So we're looking forward to having everyone come out and be a part of this in some form or fashion, not to mention that the first 200 kids get a free concession meal. The first 100 adults get a free Together We Ball t-shirt. Um, but it's just a, a, a fun day. Live DJ, Mavs Maniacs will be performing, D-Town Dancers, Drumline will be performing. Um, so everyone is invited to come out. Bring your family, uh, make it a team day mm-hmm. for your office, um, for your church members. Bring the church van. Yeah, There's free parking in, in Moody Garage. Um, we're, we're just looking to, to have just a great spirited day. It's another great way to get out of this heat. That's right. That's right. It's another great way, and it's also a a very, very worthy cause. And, again, it brings a lot of people together. I can't say it enough. It's a very fun time. And just as a casual reminder, more information at projectunity.net. And just be thinking, it's the Sunday before Labor Day weekend, correct? That's right. That's right, Chris. And I must mention, yes, you have been with us for seven years now. We Mm -hmm. look forward to having you, as always, to help guide us bring in the energy um, and and to help navigate uh, the full day uh, of events and activities. So we're so lucky to have you um, as a friend to Project Unity and a partner. Always count on that. Charlene Edwards, thank you again, and we'll talk to you again real soon. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. And joining us right now is the Director of Marketing and Communications at My Possibilities. She's also the wife, I should say the beautiful wife, of one of my coworkers here, 1053 the fan, Corey Majors. Adrian Majors, how you doing? Hello, Chris. I'm doing well. How are you? I am just fine. Now the question for me is, how are all the hipsters doing? Let's just get cut to the chase. I love the hipsters and those are the students or the people you guys you guys help out at my possibility. That's right. Yes, they are so pumped. They've had a wonderful summer and they are buzzing throughout the building. I don't know if you have heard, but we have a new building opening on our campus here at the beginning of October. And we just finished a round of assessments to see which hipsters get to participate in that program. And on Saturday, about 30 students were informed that they get to to be enrolled in our new employment innovation school powered by Bread Financial. So Monday was a buzz with excitement um, all across the building. 
That is amazing. And for those who don't know anything about my possibilities, it's all about continuing educational programs for adults with cognitive disabilities in Collin County. Those are the hipsters, the hugely important people. And Adrian, all I got to say is I'm a witness. You guys do amazing things. Does it feel like it's time for school to start? I mean, it's that time of the year. It's August. It's August and it's very hot. I think that's the only thing (laughs) (laughs) that's maybe making people question walking outside. But yes, I mean, it is, it's school time. We are in full school mode right now. So, you know, we are unlike other traditional schools, we're open year round. So we do not take the summers off. Um, our hipsters are here all year long and we are working hard to ensure that we're providing those services that they, that they need. Let's talk about the building and then work our way backwards. This new building has been something that, that Michael has been talking about for years and, and, and it finally came together. Can you talk about how it came together? And again, it's ready. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we have been talking about this for quite some time now. We we're planning to break ground and believe it or not, March of 2020. So I don't know if oh, you my what goodness. happened back then, <laughs> um, but it was, it, the pandemic really hit about the week that we were supposed to break ground. So we had to hit pause and be flexible yeah. and nimble. Um, unfortunately, that meant that construction costs continue to rise during those, those two years that we were kind of waiting to, get the project off the ground. So we had to go not completely back to the drawing board, but back to some of our supporters and say, Hey, you know, we had thought we wrapped up our $25 million capital campaign. It's starting to look a little more like 35 million. Um, who's, who's willing to help us out. And I, it did not take much time at all. And we were so grateful for the support we've received. We finally broke ground back on May and we are almost finished with construction. So it's gone really, really fast. Um, We're excited to open this programming. It it operates a lot differently than the programming we have currently. It is revolved all around the vocational side of things. So Mm -hmm. we're offering six different pathways in uh, industries like administration, culinary, retail, technology, facilities, and hospitality. And the idea is that we can provide pre-vocational, general vocational, and track-specific programming for hipsters that are interested in obtaining jobs in the community. So it's very different. There will be um, options for certifications that will hopefully allow our hipsters to finish the program with the skills that they need to go and obtain meaningful jobs within the community. I'm very impressed. I and mean, first of all, it's, it's so logical because, as you know, because of the pandemic, I think more and more people are realizing this is a gig economy. And so it's almost vocational strong. It's almost like you can go to a, a regular school or a college and get a degree, but that does not guarantee you a job in that quote unquote particular field. But if Absolutely. you look at a vocational situation, and especially with hipsters, because they're ready to hit the ground running most of the time, right? When they when they finish school, they're ready to go. Absolutely. So this kind of matches them up into the areas that they're interested in. And it can probably also let um, different industries or different particular uh, vocations or jobs or, or companies realize, guess what? We've got somebody that's a perfect candidate for employment for your company. 
That is exactly right. And that is really what we're very excited about is not only is this an opportunity for our hipsters to gain that employment, it's also an opportunity for the local businesses to realize how great and valuable these employees are. So Mm -hmm. we're really creating a broader, pretty much untapped workforce for the community. So there's a huge economic impact there as well. Can I mention this about the hipsters? Because I learned this from Michael, but I also followed up and did some more research as well. It seems like hipsters are, on on average, the best in... Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply employees could have because they're extremely loyal and they want to prove themselves even more. Whereas nowadays in the 21st century, not every employee is committed to their company. If you could see my camera right now, I'm nodding. Yes. 100%. <laughs> and that, that's something that, you know, a lot of employers don't realize if they haven't gone through the process of truly looking at what it takes to employ somebody that maybe needs a little additional support. It's not nearly as costly as a lot of organizations think if they have to provide any accommodations at all. Um, The employees end up being extremely loyal. I mean, our folks are known for wanting to come in even when they're supposed to take time off. They don't call in sick. Um, You know, they're taking on those roles and responsibilities that free some of the other staff up to do things that can help efficiencies within the organization. So not only is there that side of the the positive there it, it, there's lots of evidence that shows that you know working with people with disabilities actually increases uh, the employee morale of your other other employees as well. So um, we've had a great partnership with J.P. Morgan Chase, um, and they've they've talked with uh, our audiences before about just that 
that yeah. impact of what it means to the other employees to see how dedicated our yeah. folks are when they're it's, it kind of spreads. It's like, okay, everybody's, especially, you know, in the world of sports, you know, that's one of the things I'm in, in, in heavily invested in. And that is they want certain people. They may not be the star of the team, but they got that work ethic and they're just great for the team. It's like you want a bunch of those soldiers, you know, in the battle with you because that that's how you got us. They're not just talented. There's more to it than just the talent. They're very Absolutely. committed and, and they're very loyal. And so you want to have a number of people like that in your organization. That's just any corporation or any team would love. It's, yeah, you're exactly right. So my possibilities designed to provide people with cognitive disabilities, the chance to continue their educations. Let's talk about how it started. Was it in 2006? It's 2000. And, well, the idea began in 2007. We okay. opened our doors in 2008. So we just celebrated 15 years. Nice. Very nice. And how did it begin? It began with three mothers who all had sons in the Plano School District that were part of the special education system that were getting ready to age out of the public education system, which here in Texas is usually between the ages of 18 and 22. And they were sitting together at a Starbucks trying to figure out what what opportunities they're adult children were going to have post high school and had been very disheartened by the lack of quality programming that they found when they went and toured around. So in that Starbucks, they jotted on a napkin, their ideal programming. And the three main points of that were the continued education, vocational job opportunities and residential. And it's now something that, you know, looking back 15 years later, it's remarkable to see how many of those pieces have already come to fruition. So they took that plan to the city of Plano town hall meeting, were met with hundreds of families there to support them. And were able to open the doors to the first 10 hipsters within a year. So we've grown from 10 hipsters in 2008 to serving over 500 individuals now, both within our current programming and out in the community in supported job environments. It's absolutely amazing. And there's so many stories of success and uh, the journey. I always talk about the journey because the journey is the reward. It's absolutely. it's it's the amazing process. And that's what a lot of, especially educators, educators love to see their students excel. And they love to, when, when they come back and, and they tell their stories, I, I'm sure you got a story or two. Yes, uh, it's 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 really neat. What I think is um, pretty remarkable is is given how many hipsters we're serving now. Obviously, that means our organization has grown as well. So, um, starting from only having a couple people volunteering to now having a little over hundred people on staff, it's been exciting to bring people on board. We have a new chief program officer who actually worked in the education system prior. So now that she's here in the capacity that she is, she's running into hipsters who she saw back when they were in high school or younger. Mm. And I think just seeing the growth and the potential and seeing our hipsters here in this space with other hipsters and, and watching them thrive in this environment is super impactful um, for any educator. And, And she's not alone. We have another um, instructor who came from a high school and and saw a lot of the hipsters back in high school and now she gets to to walk that journey with them here so it's it's exciting to see and 
you know, our hipsters have so many opportunities here, whether they're just continuing their education or if they're involved in Special Olympics. We just um, launched our first uh, season or just wrapped up our first season of a unified soccer league. Oh, really? Soccer League, yes. Um, someone you know very well, Jared Sandler's um, Sandlot mm-hmm. uh, or, organization was instrumental in helping us get that off the ground, along with uh, several other community partners that sponsored and helped us create the first unified soccer league here in North Texas. And it was a blast. Um, so, I mean, there's just a lot of opportunities here for hipsters, both for social and educational and and now this vocational programming. So it's exciting to see, and, and they always want to invite people up uh, to see what's going on up here. So, okay. So you just, you just perked my interest. I got, I always <laughs> love the interesting stories and Messi was just in town a couple of weeks ago up there in Frisco. What? And I'm like, wait a minute now. Everybody's oh, talking that's... soccer. The women's team was at mm-hmm. the world cup. Unfortunately mm-hmm. got beat on a, it's a millimeter. It's like, Oh, so close. But you, you caught my attention because all kids generally play some soccer. So mm-hmm. I'm trying to visualize the hipsters in their soccer matches and, and, and the parents. And I mean, tell me more. How did you so get that together? It was so much fun. So Michael Thomas actually played soccer growing up. Mm-hmm. So this I think is an idea that he's had for a really long time and, and being able to see it come to fruition, I know was really special for him. So a, a couple of years ago, the FC Dallas foundation awarded us with a soccer field on our campus. Oh, so great. they put in a, a nice, nice field Look out. for us. Uh-huh. And by the way, that's who Messi and Inter Miami played. They played FC they Dallas there. in the I playoffs. Unfortunately, FC Dallas but, lost that. But it was a great, it was a great match. Messi was, it was a good, yeah. And it was nice to have him here. I think that mm-hmm. was really cool for a lot of people. So yeah, um, the FC Dallas Foundation built a beautiful field for us. We've got lights and everything. And then, um, you know, Michael had been dreaming this up for a while. And with the support of some staff that we have here, we really got the word out to the community. Uh, again, we had some incredible sponsors that helped offset the cost. So it was free for everybody to play. Um, the goal is for it to always be free for the hipsters to play. And it's not just hipsters that attend MP. It's it's anyone with disabilities and it's anyone in the community that wants to play. So we're gearing up for our fall season. So we'll have more information about that here soon. Um, it was really hot towards the I end bet. That's of our season. Thing. So we're waiting for it to cool down just a tad before we we kick off the fall season. But we had, you know, people coming up that have just played in the past that wanted to get involved. And it was a really neat way to see the community interact with um again, with people with disabilities in an inclusive way that felt so natural and just so joyful. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I w- we were grateful our oldest boy um, played uh, most of the games um, as well. And it was, it was fun to see him. He's 15 and he got out on the field and was having a blast and invited a friend to come. And I think those are just those things that, you know, a lot of people don't necessarily think about. So when you're in the moment and you get to experience it firsthand, it's, it's just really great. We're talking with Adrian Major. She's director of marketing and communications at My Possibilities. And I've, whenever I do the interviews, I always talk to the people I'm I'm speaking with, the guests. How did you become a part of the organization? Because you know all these different nonprofits or or, or groups that make impact here in North Texas. There's always a story of how the person I'm talking to 
gets involved because there's a passion involved. What's your there story? Is. There is my story is is kind of long, but I'll I'll try and keep it <laughs> where it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I've known I had known about my possibilities for a while, and as you mentioned, my husband uh, Corey Majors works on the fan and has a show, and so his show had done a philanthropic event every year called Peaceathon that is basically a 14, 15 hour show leading up to Thanksgiving where they auction off items in support of my possibilities. And uh, he had, they had done the show or the event maybe for five years or so. Um, So I was very familiar with the organization and I come from a corporate background and had been with my um, previous employer for 10 years doing my corporate thing in marketing and just kind of had a whim one day where I thought I'm just going to go online and, and see what is out there. If my possibilities has anything around marketing available. And, you know, this was six and a half years ago. So we've grown so much back then there was no real, there wasn't a marketing department. So the idea that there would be a position was, was kind of far-fetched. Um, but I saw that they had a position open. I reached out to Michael because I've known him for a while and fast forward two days, I had an opportunity to, to come on board as their first marketing hire. And part of my reasoning for that is, um, you know, if, People listen to Corey's show. They've likely heard him talk about our daughter, Lucy. That's right, little Lucy. Just turned 10 and Mm -hmm. started fifth grade. And when she was born, we learned that she had a brain injury. And um, we weren't sure what life was going to look like for her. So uh, very quickly, again, had to be nimble and and adapt to what that world was going to look like, what that journey was going to look like. So um, knowing that she may need a place like this in the future, obviously was a huge draw for me, Um, you know, advocating for people Mm -hmm. with disabilities and being that voice for a lot of people that oftentimes get overlooked was very important for me. So, um, you know, it was basically a no brainer for me to come on board and and want to support the organization. And even back then that was 2017. I think my original thought was, Oh, I'm, I'm going to go work for this nonprofit and I'm going to feel good about the work I'm doing and, and feel like I'm making a difference. And I remember having our first kind of all staff quarterly meeting and listening to Michael talk about the plans of this big campus and how we were building from the ground up, you know, on 20 acres of land mm-hmm. front and center on, you know, where there's visibility, we're not tucked away and realizing, oh my gosh, this is so much bigger than I even realized. And at that point, I came from a commercial real estate background. It felt like those two worlds were kind of colliding for me in such a great way. Um, and I've just, you know, been working furiously since then to make sure that I'm doing my part to help tell the story of MP and our hipsters and what they have to offer the world. And I feel like that's such an honor and a privilege to do that um, because these are folks that, you know, like I said, often get overlooked. And for a lot of people, it's not a cause that necessarily resonates with somebody unless they have a firsthand experience. You know, a, a lot of people talk about hunger or, or cancer and things mm-hmm. that are very important, but unless you have a connection with somebody with a disability, it's not something that's always top of mind for people. Um, and being able to use all my words, which I have, um, I, I just feel very honored that, that I get to, to play a small part in that. 
Well, you know, that's, like I said, that's part of the journey. And I'm sure when you started working there, there had to be some challenges like, okay, I'm doing this marketing and I'm trying to, you know, let people know about my possibilities. Did you ever get any pushback? Or did you ever have any situations where it's like, you've got to be kidding me. This is such a natural fit for what you do to help, you know, this particular organization. No, I don't. I mean. Oh, good. I, yeah. No, I don't think so. I mean, good. I, it, it feels, like you said, it feels natural and it, it makes sense. And, you know, it, I I feel this way like with anything. If you're going to go into sales, you have to like truly believe in the product mm-hmm. that you're selling in order to be a good salesperson. Right. right? I can talk about MP all day because I live it. I breathe it. It, it hits so close to home that for me, it's so authentic and and natural that that part doesn't feel hard. You know what I mean? It's, mm-hmm. it just feels natural. And so you're able to put in the time because I mean, again, this is what you do is part of your life and you feel fulfilled, right? It's, it's a fulfilling thing. I do. And I know that the work is never going to be done. You know, there's, there's always going to be stuff to do. There's always more. We're so grateful to have really great visionary leaders within the organization, both with Michael and um, Charmaine and and with our board of directors. And, you know, sometimes, you know, we have, for those of us who are are in the trenches and and making sure we have the resources to do the things, Mm -hmm. um, you know, we have to, to kind of sit there and and prioritize and think through the logistics of, of how we do all that stuff, but there's never going to be a shortage of, of ideas or things that we could be doing. And knowing that just means that every day we show up to work to continue putting in that effort and um, ensuring that we're moving the needle forward for adults with intellectual and developmental disabilities. And we're giving them the opportunities that they deserve. And and that does feel special. It, it, it's something that I know is important and very much needed. So um, I think the everyone that works here would would say that same thing the the why is is so obvious for those of us oh, who yeah. are here uh we can walk down you know i work upstairs we're we're two story building and um i go downstairs and i say hi to the hipsters and it's just it's one of those things that's difficult to articulate you have to just be here in person to understand what it feels like to be surrounded by this incredible group of hipsters i mean it's just really, really amazing. It's uh, it's amazing. It's rewarding. I mean, there's not enough adjectives to describe it all, but I mean, <laughs> it, you just feel good about yourself when you walk out the door and then you want to come back. It gives you a reason to wake up, right? You say, I, I'm not going to work. I'm going to what I do. I know. And and they, they make it such a pleasure. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's why wouldn't you want to support them? And why wouldn't you want to to help make sure that they get every opportunity that they deserve. You know, since you do a lot of in the communication and marketing, has there been some uh, technology or some things that you notice in social media that have made your job easier or their life easier enable them to be able to uh, learn some things better or uh, show different, you know, groups, the opportunities that my possibilities offers. I mean, tell me, tell me how technology has impacted what you do or have you seen impact the hipsters? I have actually. And I think a really good example of that is COVID. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, as as many things that felt really awful during that time, um, you know, my possibilities had a really 
we were up against a huge challenge uh, when the world kind of shut down back in March of 2020. We had to shut our doors. Our folks were not able to come in uh, for 12 weeks and we received funding. So that's funding that we lost um, by not having our doors open. And on top of that, you know, our hipsters really rely on and need that engagement. They need the socialization. They need those, those skills to be honed day after day so they aren't at risk of regressing in certain skills. So um, it was really important for our staff to figure out a way to continue to engage with our hipsters while we weren't able to be here in person. And man, Chris, I tell you, our program staff just went above and beyond. They Within two weeks, each of our instructors had figured out a way to record videos of themselves and post them on a, a private Facebook channel so that our hipsters could get online and engage. They could comment, um, you know, if that was something they were able to do and, and watch videos and still see their their instructors and be able to talk back and forth with their peers. And out of that grew our um, Empower Online Learning Program. Okay. So we that's our silver lining. I don't think that was something that was on mm-hmm. the radar for us at that point, taking our, our programming online. So um, we ended up turning it into a more fleshed out, you know, we're using Zoom. We've got a whole catalog of classes that we offer. We do 20 classes a week, um, four times a day. We've got an online instructor who handles all of that. And it, we still have folks that are utilizing that. And we actually were able to serve people outside of the immediate DFW area with our online services. So um, that technology has certainly been instrumental in, in keeping our folks engaged and, and being able to, to ensure that they still have that interaction, you know, whether they're too far away to be able to, to come to our campus in person or if they have medical needs and, and just being in person wasn't going to be safe for them. This is so great because you turned an, an obstacle into an opportunity. You turned, you know, what they call the pivot. You were able to say, wait a minute, instead of this stopping us, we're going to take some of these tools that we've learned that we were forced to learn to use into something that turned out to even be greater. I know. I know it was pretty remarkable. I was just so impressed with our staff and just their ability to adjust and acclimate and and grow. And our hipsters too. Yeah. I I don't think that's something they ever envisioned they would do, but we definitely have hipsters that are very interested in technology. Mm -hmm. We offer technology classes. You know, that's going to be one of our tracks over in our new employment innovation school. And um, we have a hipster that will periodically send our marketing department um, Spotify playlist that he puts together. Oh, you know, yeah. He likes music. And anytime we have an event, he'll create a whole playlist um, in honor of the event. And then he'll do some digital artwork and send us the cover art to go along with it. So, you know, there's definitely interest there. And um, I'm hopeful that we're able to really nurture that with the um, the individuals that, that choose that track and the new Employment Innovation School. Has the fact that Dallas-Fort Worth in North Texas has been like a, a major growth center, in other words, people moving here and corporations moving here, has that impacted anything with my possibilities? You know, I think if anything, um, you know, we're fortunate to have some really great corporate partnerships. Mm-hmm. Um, 
partner with Toyota. You know, that was one of the big reloads um, to Texas a while back ago. And um, our hipsters have a contract with them where they they wash their um, rental and service vehicles. And so they go out to Toyota a couple of times a week um, to, to practice those skills. So I think, you know, with any kind of relocation and growth like that, you're going to see opportunities in a variety of ways. And um, right now that, that corporate partnership is such a, a key piece of what we're doing um, to ensure, you know, this is kind of going down a rabbit hole, but um, ensure that, you know, the, the curriculum that we're offering in our new school lines up with those types of jobs that the mm-hmm. would be looking for. So I love the idea of, of having these um, big corporations move here and then us have that opportunity to meet with them and, um, and experience, you know, or learn more from them, what we need to be doing and and teaching our hipsters as well as teaching them what it means to hire inclusively and to ensure that, you know, people with disabilities are included in that conversation when we talk about diversity, equity, and inclusion. Oh, yeah. And you know what's so great about, like I said, all this growth here in North Texas, Uh, former Cowboys coach Jimmy Johnson actually kind of said it best. He used to say, there's no such thing as luck. In other words, oh, we were so lucky to be here. And he said, no, no, no. Luck is when preparation meets opportunity. In other words, you're prepared for the opportunity. You recognize the opportunity. You recognize, wait a minute, we got all these different people moving into town. You got all these different major corporations coming to Texas, North Texas in particular. And this is an opportunity where they may be able to help us out. We may be able to help them out. Exactly. And those and, and, go ahead. Yeah. No, I was just gonna say you're you're exactly right. And and that's one of those, you know, I think that our our leadership is really good at at recognizing that and ensuring that we are prepared to be able to make those connections so that we can build upon those relationships and continue to to garner the support of our community, specifically those corporate partners. And you've been getting, you mentioned some national um attention maybe some worldwide attention. Can you talk about how my possibilities has been able to, you know, do some things on a greater level than maybe anyone thought before the pandemic? Sure. Um, The recognition. Yeah. um, We are constantly looking for ways to get our name out there. Uh, My, my team in particularly, you know, that's, that's a lot of what we do is Mm -hmm. trying to grow that brand and reach and um, we're very fortunate to have some amazing partners within media that help us with that. Um, you know, I think one fun thing that happened this year was um, we had an opportunity to get some exposure at the Galleria with a big um, wall. So I don't know if you've ever seen those murals that they put oh, kind of yeah. on the outside of a, a store that's coming soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a whole wall outside of the Apple store um, at the Galleria for the month of June. Oh, which that's the awesome. Couldn't have been more perfect because June is our anniversary month. And we, it really, it, it told the journey of my possibilities, where we started, where we're headed. And uh, what I thought was really fun about that piece was we put hipster faces all over it. So nice. um, any opportunity I have to, to put our hipster. That was very creative. Who thought of that? That's very creative. Know. Maybe, maybe, maybe someone, you know, it was a team effort. It was a team effort. So, um, you know, it's just, it's one of those, you know, we, we're fortunate when we have those opportunities and we're always looking for new ways to, 
to build partnerships. And, um, you know, it's, sometimes it's, it's a trial and error where you're, you're putting your name out there and, and making sure that you get that exposure and, and you have to kind of take some risks sometimes to, to see if it's going to pay off. And, you know, for me, just again, like having this campus here, that's so visible, it's mm-hmm. we're on the frontage road of George Bush, you know, we have mm-hmm. flagpoles right in front of our building. There's no mistaking that we are here. And, and that's something I always come back to is just giving our hipsters that visibility. So, um, you know, for a lot of nonprofits, it's a lot of hand-me-downs and sometimes being tucked away and, and not having an opportunity to really um, shine. And that's one thing that we've definitely not missed doing for our hipsters is now that we're in this particular location and, and on this campus, they shine. I mean, there's, there's no doubt about it. They shine. That is fantastic. Now we mentioned that the uh, month of June uh, founders month, the big gala, mm-hmm. you've got the mm-hmm. new building. We talked about peace thon coming up around Thanksgiving. Can you mm-hmm. talk about uh, anything else that people need to know about my possibilities this coming up this fall or that they need to look yeah. forward to uh, end of the year, first of the year? Absolutely. So something very special is happening on September 21st. A lot of the community probably knows that is North Texas Giving Day. Mm-hmm. My possibilities does North Texas Giving Day big every year. It's typically an 18-hour online fundraising day. However, this year we are inviting everyone to come up to the building. Hey. So we're our official ribbon cutting of the new employment innovation school that morning from 9 to 10 a.m. And we're inviting the entire community to come out. So uh, we've got some government officials that are slated to be here, some media slated to be here, and our hipsters who have been accepted into that program will be here to help cut the ribbon. And we have a couple of other uh, noteworthy announcements to make that morning. So we want everyone to come up and see us. And then you'll get to walk through the new building and and see what we have planned and get to hear directly from hipsters what they're looking forward to in, in this new program. On top of that, extra exciting news oh. is we just officially got word that the KNC Masterpiece will be on air broadcasting from my possibilities that day. So that's um, awesome. If, if we have any Tolos out there <laughs> that are fans of the gay and C, you can come up and see them from 10 to two that day as well. That's going to be fantastic. And again, this is going to be September the 21st. And for more right. information, where do they go? Mypossibilities.org. We have an events tab. Just look for North Texas giving day. And you'll, um, you'll find all the information you need right there. There's a link we'd love for you to RSVP just so we know that you're, you're coming out. Um, but we're, we're looking forward to seeing lots and lots of people that day. Before we let you get out of here, say something nice about Michael again, because he's such a wonderful guy. He is a wonderful guy. Tell everybody guy. who he is. So Michael Thomas is our executive director. He's been here, I think, a little over 13 years. So almost the the full um, existence of my possibilities. And he's just really incredible. He's extremely smart. He's very creative. And he's just a really down-to-earth guy. So um, if you're from the Plano area, you likely already know the name. He is very um, involved in the community and is out and about all the time. Um, we're just very, very lucky to have his leadership and and grateful for all the stuff that he does. I mean, 
we have a, a unified soccer league. Like that's just something that's <laughs> so outside of what we do on a day to day that, you know, it's, he's just always dreaming big and, and thinking of the next big thing that we could do for our hipsters. So we're, we're grateful for that. And we're grateful for you, Adrian. Thanks for joining us. Thank you so much for having me, Chris. This was really a pleasure. And thank you all for joining us on Better Living, a show about people or organizations having a big impact here in North Texas. I'm your host, Chris Arnold. So long, everybody. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.